I would like to invite you to take a moment to take in a new breath, a cleansing breath in and releasing breath out, giving you the permission to breathe in with a new perspective on this breath, on your body, and on your life. Breathing out, releasing, surrendering, and letting go. Allowing your mind to soften around the idea of a new breath, a new day, and a new experience. Breathing out, removing preconceived notions, judgments, expectations. Breathing in fresh. Breathing out calm. And as you center around the idea of what a new experience means to you, Listen to your body. Allow your thoughts and emotions to come online. And simply swim in the idea, the fresh newness, the beginner's mind. And with one cleansing breath in and one cleansing breath out, Allowing yourself to settle in to your day. Allow yourself to settle in to your evening and this present moment. Hi, it's Ryan. Welcome to your weekly dose of The Psychedelic Psychologist, where I invite my guests to share stories about their psychedelic experiences. We cover a variety of topics from overcoming addiction and severe depression to finding wholeness and spiritual emergence. Today's podcast, you're going to hear from one of my guests, Steve, who gives us a glimpse, a fresh perspective of what the therapeutic approach is, how to set expectations, and how to really bring in what you would like to take away. Steve, it's great to hear your voice. It's great to see you. How are you coming in today? Thank you, Ryan. I'm I'm doing well. You sound calm. I do feel calmer. It's, yeah, it's, I've, you know, been able to reconnect and uh, had a nice time with my, my kids last night and got them off to school and, and had a good day so far. You bring up a really beautiful point about reconnecting to the children, to your life. Did you see that before your experience with psychedelics? Were you slowing down enough to present? take in the beauty of being a father and a caregiver? Uh, honestly, the way that you put it, not, not really knowing, I think one thing I sort of saw and felt connected with during my time was what I, what I really cared for and really wanted to get out of life and, and, and how much I appreciated my children and, and, and uh, wanting to be part of watching them growing up and 
and being there in the moment. I feel like I have lived a little bit of a rushed life and this has allowed me to take deeper breaths and, and look at them in a different light and kind of have permission to walk a little bit of a different path. That is such a breath of fresh air. Steve, tell us a little bit, tell me a little bit about what drew you to psychedelics. How did you find this path? Well, I have four close friends who have gone gone this path and they have, I mean, these, these are friends who I don't always see very often. And recently we were, we were together. Uh, they had done a, a ranging from like five years ago to, to very recently. And, and they had just, A, I, cause I've known them so well, are living different lives. They're, they're living happier, fuller lives. I see themselves having given themselves permission or, 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 or just realizing what they want more out of life. And it's great to see, and they urged me to do it. And I'm very happy I did. I, yeah, I just, you know, it's, it's, it's a, a bit of a daunting task thinking about it and, and researching it before, but uh, having good friends and having good recommendations really pushed me to do something. And, and, and that's how I found this. It's a really wonderful expression. The trust you have in your friendships and in your collective community, as well as doing the appropriate kind of recon. And, you know, who's not to say a little peer pressure from our buddies doesn't help either, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you and I have been working together for some time on integration and preparation for that experience. And one of the things that I know intimately about you is your willingness to ask questions. And you've been asking a lot of questions in preparation to that. And did you find the preparation of this experience necessary? to what you ended up experiencing within your journey? I mean, certainly everyone's different, but for me, I mean, for me, it was so necessary. It gave me a comfort level with the medicine, gave me a comfort level with my guide, you, and helped me understand what I wanted to get out of it. Like most things, you need to know what you're going to put in and, and be purposeful with what you put in to get something out. And I, I think you, you really helped me to frame what I was looking for, what, what I, my, my expectations and the, the, the points I wanted to explore. That's true. And you were also in a space that was curious. And do you believe the curiosity that you carry in your life gave you permission to be open? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I mean, I'm very curious by nature. I did a lot of research before and, you know, curiosity leads to asking questions, questions lead to hopefully answers or, or at least finding more, exploring more. And that's, that's what I experienced. Before we dive deeper into our integration process, can you color the experience for me? What, what were some large pinnacle moments within that experience with your psilocybin journey that you are still walking with today or that yeah you sure yeah go ahead I, I, as you know i did it somewhat recently so I'm, I'm still kind of having a little bit of aha moments but uh, the biggest thing for me i i get emotional thinking about it like i felt like my father's spirit come in and who, who's passed away a while ago and 
he never my, my, I met my son and, and I felt like this acceptance of, of my son and him. And it was a fantastic moment. That moment stands out the most to me. That was one thing. The I emotion just, coming up right now. Oh, just joy and just thankfulness for that moment. Cause it's, you know, one that actually in, in our physical bodies can't happen, but you know, a lot of, a lot of experiences are felt mentally and emotionally. And, and I, I feel like I experienced it emotionally and mentally, maybe not physically, but it was just kind of weighed on my shoulders, probably weighed on, on how, how I chose to do things. That was, it was just fantastic. There sounds to be, yeah, there sounds to be a deep respect for not necessarily needing it in the physical either. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's, you know, just, it's a, you know, and, you know, movies can move you in certain ways, but I mean, this is much, much deeper and, and, um, really sticks with you and, and it's, it's profound. It, it was so profound. Another, another uh, moment I'd like to share, uh, I was invited to, you know, think of people at your table and who, who will be on this journey with you. And my daughter was there as in the, in the shape of a unicorn. Helping me mm. through this journey, and, and she and I have a strong bond. And it's, it's just like, not only does it into this experience open my eyes to the bonds I didn't realize I had, or the bonds I was, I, I was searching for, but it, it reinforced the bonds I, I already have, and it helps me appreciate them and look at them maybe with a new lens. Can you tell me a little bit more about that as we unpack that, this idea of seeking and looking for new bonds and also reassuring yourself within the bonds you have? What are you noticing as you're walking today? Just eyes more open and, and maybe I'm able to sort of sit back and, and observe someone in their own in their own life, living their own life, making their own decisions and appreciating them. My son, he's, he's a little wild and he's great. He's got his own personality. And, you know, sometimes a parent can want something for their child, even though, you know, if the child has a different personality or different, you know, everyone's different coming out of it, I, you know, sort of had a realization that maybe some conflict between me and my son is I want something for him and he may not want that. And it's something that I not realize and, and, and take, take more to heart that he's going to live his life and he'll have a great, happy life. I didn't get to be a, I get to be there. I get to watch it, but it's not for me to control. It's, it's for me to, to, to love him and sort of provide him with the ground to, to do what he wants to do. Such a remarkable, humble way of showing up for children. No. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you're right. And it's just, I, you know, it's something I wish I'd always, I'd always done, but it's, yeah, it was just powerful. It was, it, it, I think it was, a, my, that realization was a little bit connected to that feeling of my father and, and my son and just like kind of my connection with my dad and, and our relationship understanding. So yeah, it's just, you know, I, I want or for my son, I want, I want what, a good life that he wants. So. That's fantastic in the sense too, that appreciating the lineage of honoring our fathers, honoring our sons, honoring us as a conduit between the two is what I'm hearing from you. And this expression of right. you then also 
how to then show up for your daughter, how to show up for other people in the relationships that you have and allowing them to just be who they are. Yes. Yeah. I think that's, that's very important because ultimately I want to be who I am. So why would I allow myself to be who I am and not others or, or vice versa? And I think that's one thing. Um, this experience has helped me understand that we all are who we are and, and deserve the freedom to, to experience that on our, on our own. Tell me a little bit more about this idea coming into the experience and was there any nuances either physically, emotionally, or spiritually that surprised you or you weren't expecting? I was, I was honestly quite nervous going into it. The, the biggest thing for me, the big, biggest surprise other than, in, other than sort of what I was talking about is, is the overwhelming feeling of like connectivity and love. So like, I, I just remember feeling so much love and, and so much beauty. I, I, I just feeling and, and in any kind of like experience, it's, it's, it's like, it's like a, a, a web of love and a web of like a beautiful web of love. It was powerful. It was, it was overwhelming. It, was it becomes almost undescribable. No, it, it truly is. I mean, I think I would imagine everyone feels it a little differently. And it's, and I, I will say that in the beginning, it, it took me a little bit to embrace that at first, I think the first part of it, that, you know, kind of times kind of like a construct. I don't know if it was the first 10 minutes, first hour, I was having a little tough time embracing my journey and, and it was uncomfortable, a little, I, I had some fear there. I needed to purge and accept my journey. And, and once I did, I, it was, I was just, I mean, I, I wept. It was, it was just so beautiful. It just felt like I was in a cocoon of, of love and, and happiness and, and, and beauty. It was, it was like acceptance. It was, it was amazing. It was euphoric for yeah, there's a large aspect of once we accept the journey and the call that it's providing us, then there's abundance. And are you walking any differently as you're expressing love? Because love from people, or if you present the term to love, people almost can get uncomfortable, right? You're like, oh, I love you, or oh, you're expressing an act of love. And if it's outside of social norms some people can sometimes get a little bit creeped out are you finding yourself in a nuanced exploration of how you're showing love and how you're receiving it today yeah that, that's well put i'm showing love it most dramatically differently today through patience and just kind of allowing situations to unfold instead of trying to intervene or, or trying to put in, you know, put my two cents in, I, I believe I notice an appreciation to my children. It's, it's more awakening. It's more, more present because you are not interjecting yourself into the moment. You're sitting back watching, being present, being patient. And I think that uh, come together nicely for me with my children. Myself. That's a great representation. This idea of by doing this intense self work, you're now showing up and offering it through examples to your children and to the people around you. Mm -hmm. 
What are you practically yeah. integrating today? What What's landing most recently? We've been talking about love, the connection to father, the connection to your children. What are you noticing in your everyday interactions that you're working on or actively participating with today? One thing I will also say is that I'm taking more time just for me, the time I need, whether self-care, whether it's, it's going for a run or, or some, uh, taking a steam shower or something like that. And, and just going through my day, going through my emotions, checking in with myself, um, that, that has, that, that allows me to continue the work that I've been doing with you to better myself and, and, and be present and patient with my family. Yeah, and I think we lose sight of that, that the minute we say that we're taking care of ourselves or giving ourselves self-care, that it's perceived as narcissistic or self-absorbed. And when I'm listening to you, you're suggesting, and I love it, that by doing all this self-care, you're much more present and showing up and witnessing the people around you and the family that you love so much. Absolutely. What do you owe this medicine? It's a new experience for you. What, without becoming over-consuming of it, what do you owe it? What has it brought you? I mean, it's, it's brought me a new view and sort of permissions to be me that, that I feel like I didn't have before. Yeah, it's something I've never done before, never thought I'd do, but it, it's made me feel so much more connected, not only just to my, to my nuclear family, but in my community and, and, and like the earth. It just, I remember just walking in the grass after just wanting to plant roots, like through my feet. Um, I think this, this experience truly grounded me, truly opened my eyes and, and allowed me to to walk more gently and, and, and with my ears open and eyes open to the people I love and, and the world around me. The so, tabla rasa. Exactly. Yes. That. Do you remember it? <laughs> I do. I do. Yes. Yes. That was, yeah. I think I said that 30 times. It was. Can you share with me what that was like? The one that speaks in most out of me, I purged at the beginning, at some point in my journey, I purged and it was just, it felt like I was just getting evil out. Like I was just, just getting everything out. And I like the feeling after was like, I'm, I'm empty of, of this, whatever was inside me, this, this, what needed to be purged. Um, and it just felt like this now I'm, I, I'm allowed this clean slate, this, this new beginning, this I'm, I'm unburdened. I'm, I'm, I'm lighter. And it, it, was just, it was just beautiful. It was just so much love. It was like, a, uh, yeah, just exploding into the sky and seeing beauty. So what about the storm clouds in, into, into the, the beautiful starry night what a remarkable image 
it's just, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing to respect. I, it's something that I, you know, I, I, I think I may do again in the future, a journey I may take again in the future, just to continue to work on myself because I, I powerful it's 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 there's a lot of contemplation that has come up inside you it sounds as if there's a lot more reflection of just the magnitude and the awe that you're walking with yeah absolutely what is the way that you are extending yourself to gentleness how is steve being more gentle we talked about self-care we talked about patience what are you going to remind yourself of daily as you wake up with a new day? Every day is a new day. I can I can I get to choose how to live it with my family and we're part of something a lot bigger and just choose to be happy, choose to choose to live life with with respect and, and how you want to live it don't don't waste it it's beautifully said tell me when will you know you're going to want to dive again and explore this world the others the the, the, my four friends have all all experience expressed interest in doing it again and i did it a while ago i would i would think i would probably do it again maybe in a year maybe I had but, uh, something in my life that, like, that would grant that, that I'd like to go in with, with more grounded and with a, a big life event that I want to go in more grounded with uh, a bit of a blank slate.